Now I have pushed record, even though I already did, but I didn't leave enough music time. Oh. Should we start the show? Sure. Let's start the show. We are brought to you by me, Projected Twin. I have new merch available at projectedtwin.com for a limited time only. We also have new merch at their Dimu store, heydimu.com. Check them out. And special thank you to our patrons today for your contributions and for making this show a reality. I haven't done any sharing. Oh, I've done lots of sharing. And also, if you would like to join our Facebook community group and share things with us, the easiest way to do that is at Facebook forward slash groups forward slash Hey Dimu. This is the Hey Dimu podcast, recorded live in Adelaide, South Australia. The most safest place on the planet. Apparently, for now. Hang on, I just need to share this. There's a podcast I have to share. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is it this one? I did it. Is it this one? Oh, look. I can share it automatically. That's nice. It's like, can you, do you want to share this to the No Rules Podcast group? Yes, I do want to share it to the No Rules Podcast group. Thank you. Because there's no rules there. So I'm feeling better about it. 817 followers on Facebook. Do we? Yes. When did that happen? When did that happen? I thought it was only like 700 and and not much. If you found yourself here, please share us. Please like us. If you like my outfit, if you like Sean's outfit, if you like my hair. If you like what I say. You know what you can do? If you don't like us, put an emoji. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say. You know what's even more effective? If, if you fucking hate us, share that. Share that. She'll be like, I share can't stand that. these two. They annoy the shit out of me. Yeah, I don't like these guys. I want the guy with the horns. Get the yeah, horns guy. Get the guy. horn guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's get the horns. Actually, I, don't, I just want to keep the music there. We'll just keep yeah. the music going just a little yeah, bit. It's too quiet it for you. It feels too quiet. <sighs> I don't You've, understand. Are you a bit intense today? You, <sighs> your mood shifted slightly there for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Is that my fault? Always. It's always your fault. <laughs> mm. um, we have an interesting show for you today. I have been sent. I'm gonna bury. I'm gonna tell you the lead, and then I'm gonna bury the lead like a professional, like, like a, a real show, like a real show, real podcast. I'm gonna tell you about the thing that you wish that we would just do right up at the front of the episode, and then the subject's gonna change, and it's gonna happen really seamlessly. Anyway, I've been sent a recording that I didn't know existed mm. of me doing stand-up comedy yeah. one month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have it ready? Uh, no, I don't have it ready. It's. I mean, I have it ready. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's All right, here. when are we doing that? What it's else are we Facebook doing today? It's in a Facebook message. Well, see, now we can't seamlessly change the subject. I was going to seamlessly change the subject. But I really and now did. you've just you've just why. put a big flagpole. I can see why your mood's changed. In the subject change. Why has my mood changed? Because your wife. So annoying. Well, it's because you're literal. I've, I've been learning this about you. I didn't... Um, sometimes... Yeah, it only occurred to me yesterday. Yeah. Sometimes we'll be talking about something and then... You, you, you'll get stuck. You'll get hung up on these weird bits. <laughs> and I'm like, are you being a fuckhead? No, what are you doing? I just really don't get it. No, you, you do get it. Yeah, I do. Because I don't really understand how it works because you said that. What was the phrase? No, someone said something the other day and I just couldn't get wrap my head around. Uh, there's certain things I just can't. I just can't. I just can't. I take when people say things, I'm like. Well, you're saying what you mean, and I'm like literally what you just said. 
That's how I'm taking it. Like if it. someone says... There's no if, room if for... If someone says, take it with a grain of salt, you're thinking about somebody fiddling with a grain of salt in their fingers. And you're, That's kind and of then, what I see, yes. Well, see, the reason, the reason that it gets me like you get this angst return yeah. from me is because you actually get annoyed at the phrase and then you're like, well, that's stupid. Why would somebody take a grain of salt with this information? Yes. And then you start getting annoyed about it and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really funny. Mm -hmm. and, and I've noticed it a lot over the last few years in particular because I'll be like, why are you... And after I've resolved the thing that I'm taking so literally... Afterwards, I'll be like, why couldn't you get your head around that? Yeah. And so then our conversation starts to like raise in intensity, intensity yeah. and um, uh, of the annoyance, <laughs> frustration. It starts getting frustrated because you're getting, fr you're getting frustrated and then I'm getting frustrated. At my frustration. Y yeah. Well, I'm just getting confused. I'm like, hang on. Why are we stopping You're a there? Smart person. Keep going. Yeah, you, know, you get metaphor. You write brilliant metaphor. <laughs> you write in yeah, metaphor. Glorious. I'm a magic. That's little what creature. people love love about you the most. Yeah, but some things I just can't quite grasp. Well, not what who love about you the most, but no, it's not. But it was the first. It was the first thing that you did that people were like, I love "You're this. amazing. I You're love amazing. Oh, you're amazing." Your words, mythedry. The way you turn your child rape into poems oh, soothes beautiful. me. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. Mm. It never soothed anyone. It just made everyone go, give me more of this darkness. Thankfully, I haven't triggered some horrible algorithm. Maybe I have because we edit the front end off of this, but and then here it comes again. The uh, the auto like text mm. um, interpreter thingy is oh, going to no. hear the word child rape twice in the first ten minutes. Apparently Why did you that, do it a second time? Well, because I just want. I felt like you shouldn't say it. Why shouldn't? Well, you shouldn't just say it's it out. out there. It's here. It's out there. It's here. It's happening it's whether we want it to or not. Carlos wants to know. How did he get here? How did he get here? I don't know, man. Man. I'm I don't not know. really sure. But give us a thumbs up if you're glad you are here. Mm -hmm. Hey. So this is the Hey Dimmy podcast. We do these live every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Australian Central Daylight Saving Time. And then when Daylight Saving Time is over for us, because everybody's got their own, they're like, I want my own Daylight Saving. <laughs> I want my own laptop. I want my own Daylight Savings. You just bought me a new laptop today. I did just buy you a new laptop today. Anyway, you didn't finish the Daylight Savings. We're a bit all over the shop, yes. aren't we? Yes, 10am Australian Central Standard... No, Austra oh, fuck. Australian Central Daylight Saving Time. A-C-D-T. And then when Daylight Saving is finished in like, what, autumn? I don't know. Then it's A-C-S-T. Is it? Yeah. Yes. Yes, okay. and we do these live on facebook.com forward slash heydimu. That is why sometimes you will hear us if you are not watching us on Facebook right now and you are watching this on YouTube or listen to it on Spotify, Deezer, Apple Podcasts, any of those numerous other places, directly from my website. Um, maybe on a weird device in the future. Like, who knows? You could be watching this in 2027. People could be watching. Maybe we're dead and the people that are watching this are watching us dead. Imagine. Maybe we're dead and the people Imagine watching this like, are watching us dead. This is going to be out in the world forever, right? There's no taking this back. There's a hundred and something episodes of this now. Uh, 
Can can we take it back? Well, so there is like. Can we rescind our offer? There is digital forensics. Hmm. You know, so like if you delete stuff off your computer, apparently yeah, there are like like foren- like digital forensic people that know how to like comb through hard drives and stuff and like but somehow. Not off the internet. Well, not off the internet, but everything on the internet is on a hard drive somewhere. Oh my god! It's not actually in a cloud. It is so. It's not. It is. I watched a show about clouds last night. That's where it is. Let's it's look in a at cloud. it. Let's look at it. It's a real thing. What are we looking at? We, well, what? I want to show you. Well, this is a thing that I don't really hear um, spoken about a lot, but I want to show you. Oh, look, there's the people in our room. Look, oh, it's like showing the audience. Look, there, they, there are. they are. There they are. Um, uh, what, what is it called? Uh, server. Storage or Google Google Storage. Oh, the big places. Google, I don't know what you call it, storage. storage. Google Storage Locations. I watched that Connected. We watched Connected last night. Google Play you. Storage Location. Right, no, you're just making shit up see now. What that does. I don't know. Google yeah, Storage bucket locations, locations. Bucket Locations. Cloud Storage. Cloud Google. I don't know. No, you, now you've just sent us. Yeah, look. That's where... Places like this is where our yeah, podcast that's me there. exists. We're in that. Yeah. That's in these bizarre. things. Imagine when they're... In these things. And there's, and there's just... And so, but because you know how like, you know, you, know. you know how like if you've got like a little... Remember when you're in school mm. and you had your two megabyte flash card? <laughs> yes. And then they'd be like, make a double. Yes. Make a double it's of flashcards. So you got two two megabyte mm-hmm. flashcards. That's mm. four megabytes. Oh. That's a lot of power. That's a lot. That's a lot of power. Mm. That is too much power for, the for one student. <laughs> you should be more careful with that. And you would have your two megabyte flash card that you paid $49 for. Yeah, they're so expensive. And they? so you'd have to make a copy. And so they do the same thing with these. So like this whole building, everything that's in these drives and whatever is also, there's another building, a backup building. Because if mm-hmm. this building blows up, well, we can't lose Facebook, we can't lose Google, yeah, we can't lose these terrible. things. Yeah, so it's like that's what the Matrix kind of started to look like. Because these are going to grow. Well, actually, I? these are going to grow and shrink. Yes, because they'll have to make them smaller. They keep making them smaller, but then we keep needing more yeah. space. Did you know that? I'm not sure. I might not have known. Last night I was watching this connected show on Netflix with the kids. Yeah. And we watched the clouds one. Yeah. I didn't know, but there is garden hose, essentially, mm-hmm. shark-proof garden hose under our, in our oceans, on our ocean's floor, connecting all our internets to each other's continents. And there's a ship that goes out and it makes it. It's a factory above the ship. There's a factory on top of the ship and there's this cord that comes down from the top and there's men in the bottom, like the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory nuts thing. <laughs> And they're in there. There's just dudes there and and a lady. She's the boss lady. Mm-hmm. And she stands there and they just coil it around and around and around and around and then they lay it out into the ocean. What? Yeah. Where can you find this? Google, um, just Google like the the ship that lies the internet cable. And the internet cable has all these fiber optics and it, it travels through light, the speed of light, these cables. The speed of light? The speed of light. It's not the submarine cable map. These are the cables. 
Right. They're laying them across the oceans all the time, all day, every day. Just big internet snakes. Yep. All across the ocean. They've had to make it like shark proof and creature proof and it's got like insulation and it's protected and that's the internet. That's laying on our oceans connecting Australia to the UK to the US to like Maldives and blah, 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 everywhere. What? I know. But that's... But you're not. That's on the floor. But you can't get your electronics in the ooh, in the water. And it costs so much of our fossil of our unrenewable resources to run this. Yeah, but it's you know so what that's just like. It's so much mycelium. Yeah, it is exactly like that. Spreading yeah. the roots, yeah. spreading. Yeah. yeah, this these are the roots of our of our digital yet conscious connection to mm. each other. I also found out what chemtrails were. Oh yeah, yeah. It's just like iodine or silver, silver something that they put into the clouds. It helps the clay in the clouds. That's what they rain. want you to think it that's is. What that's what think. they want you to think. Yeah, that because it is. what is this thing doing? Is that laying the cable? Because we're using so much of this cable. Yeah, it's having an impact on our environment. How so? Because we're using like the amount it takes so much power to power that like it, you can power a light globe across the i can't remember it was a lot like so much power that even i was like whoa that seems excessive so the amount of amount of unrenewable resources it costs for us to keep this running is also ruining our clouds in our in our planet oh, it's all connected. ruining the clouds yeah well someone please think of the clouds look it was just a show i watched <laughs> On Netflix, when it's cool. Connected, it's cool. The episode was called Clouds. Could somebody, but yeah, it talked. Just consider the clouds. <laughs> yeah, but it talked about how our internet cloud, you know, the cloud, mm. is connected to our weather clouds and the nature and the blah blah blah. Look at this little crabby here yeah. having a little nippy nip. He that that is how he's hacking. Hacking. He's hacking. Leto doesn't like hackers. He well, he has a slightly different perspective on them now because yes, some he does. some people hack for good. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And sometimes you gotta you gotta hack bad to learn how to hack good. That's true. Yeah. Cause then you can hack it. Yeah. You can't hack it. Yeah. Other people outside of Australia won't understand can't hack it. He can't oh. hack it. And you can with the amount of cable that's yeah, see that's the cables. That's Whoa. the internet cables that they're laying. No, no, that's not. No. No, type in world 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 internet cable ship. World Internet cable ship. Okay. Cable ship. I bet that's going to be a, a boat with that written right down the side of it. World internet cable ship. Is that it? I don't know. Is that it's the cable doing something. Ship? That's the cable ship. Cable ship. Cable laying vessel. There you go. Right. Look. Oh, there's the thing you were talking about. Yeah, mate. Oh. Oh. Oh, God. No, we can't Cable laying vessels. Yeah. They lay cables all across the world. Well, it's not making any sound. I think you can get away with that if it's not making yeah, any sound. Yeah, look at that. Educational. Whoa. And then, so the cable, I don't know if this is it's not the same ship, but the, the cables what get made it? on the ship. Whoa. Yeah. And then it spins and then there's people down below, which is the same way they did it back in the old days when they were laying the phone cables. They do it the exact same way. Manpower. It's crazy. That's a bigger cable than the one they were using. So the cable that they were using oh, was wow. this big. The for the internet, for, for the internet, it's this big, thicker than a human. That's not that's not the internet cable. It's not. No, nah, the internet cable that they were touching is this big. That's it. Wow. Under the ocean, and that's giving everybody internet. Yeah. This Whoa. must be laying something else, but yeah. Wow. Crazy. Whoa. There it goes. There it goes. It goes. It's going in. Bloop. It's going in. Whoa, that was very sexual. There is a 
a lot of sexuality involved in laying internet cable. So anyway. More than I expected. If you haven't watched Connected on Netflix, I highly guarantee you will have a good time with all the facts about that show. Connected. Oh, yeah. And, that is, um, and that's how we're all connected. Yeah. 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 This is how we're all yeah. connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he got to go on a plane and like spray things. But anyway. Speaking of internet. So because of that, because of our little like fiber optic mycelium. Network. Network. It's funny how things stay the same, isn't, isn't it? Isn't it? It's funny. It is. New ver- that, like new versions of the same That's thing all we, the time. Yeah. All the time. Like you can send money that way. You send money through the ocean. But with the power of that. Because before what you used to have to do is you have to turn the TV on or you'd have to be in the car and you have to have the radio on. They'd be like... Tonight on 7 News, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, whoa, that's happening? It's crazy. At 7 o'clock tonight when I go home, I'm going to check that out. But now we can pretty much in real time see people with um, like horns Mm -hmm. breaking into like government buildings in the United States. Let's call him Rufio. Oh, mate, Rufio. He does look like Rufio. He reminds me of Rufio from that pan film with Robin Williams. Could you bring up Rufio? Yeah. Rufio wears like these pants and no shirt and like a vest or something. And he's all like, what's the core they do? They go to the, oh, 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 Rufio. Yeah, it reminds me of that guy for some reason. Just the arrogance of him like marching in with his little outfits on and his little headdress on. He's younger than I remember. Yeah, he's a little kid. Hook. Oh, look, he's uh, old now. He's a cute man. He's a cute man. Yeah, so he reminds me of Rufio in that picture. Mm-hmm. In that picture of he's standing there and he's, anyway, I shared a picture Rufio. on my Instagram if you would like to check it out. But... Yes. So this guy, not him, not Rufio, mm-hmm. but the Capitol Hill guy, Rufio. Can you take this guy off the screen so I can't keep Sorry, talking about Rufio? Sorry, I was Rufio? replaying. I actually just started no. watching Hook no. in my brain. Not doing that. Oh, yeah, it's Hook, not Pan. Damn it, Hook. Horn guy. I bet you can just type horn guy. Yeah, you can. There he is. Okay, so there's a picture here. Oh, they've here. identified him now? Yeah, he's arrested. Should we? He's fucked. He's arrested? Yeah, man. Oh, did they get him? So this guy is being in, into psychedelics. And uh, there's a lot yeah. of articles going around being like, this guy, he's, a, he's a self-appointed he's a sh- shaman. Yeah. But right. who works with QAnon? Mm-hmm. Uh, he's handsome. He sure is. He's a handsome guy. I think he's got kids or something. Right. As well. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore. Yeah, maybe it wasn't him that has kids. I think his mate who is with him in the other picture, yeah. where his mate's talking to the cop like, I'm really sorry about my friend. Yes. <laughs> this guy. That guy next to him is in the other picture. He's like having a chat with the police guy. Anyway. So this guy is a psychedelic shaman from wherever he is from. How do you pick an outfit like that out? You're like, going to storm the Capitol building? Going to need an outfit? This is the one. I think it's based off of something. Is it? Yeah. Is it meaningful? Well, someone in the comments might know. Right. Does anyone in the comments know what his outfit is um, on? Anyway, there's a photo of him standing there and he's yelling like this. He's all like, oh. And you can see it and it's, a, it's an epic photo. It looks glorious. But then this guy here with the beard is just sitting, standing off to the side sort of thing, like poking his head out, trying to like listen to the, what the police officer is trying to tell them. Yeah. And it's like he's yelling and carrying on going, Rufio, Rufio. And then he's like, yeah, sorry. I'm so sorry about him. I'll get him to stop soon. I'm so sorry. And his other mates, they're all like, he was really quiet at the meetings. He was really quiet yeah. at the meetings. We had no idea he was going to be like. No. Quite like this. It wasn't the brick tattoos that gave it away, was it? So. Anyway. Is this guy going to become a international celebrity? Is he going to get a reality show? No. No. No? Because I think what he, like, I, I'm not a politically politish. <laughs> 
Whoa. I'm not into politics yeah. that much. Like mm-hmm. I, I understand politics a little bit, but I don't really get involved. I don't have a good knowledge base. I just don't really know. But I just don't think that was a good idea. Seems Why? like a silly Why idea. Why is that? <laughs> well, for starters, if you're going to go around calling yourself a psychedelic shaman, probably don't wear horns and fur. I don't know. And like it's not, hmm. I don't know. I just feel like Are this is. Are you sure though? Because if we Google shaman, pretty sure some fairy looking dudes are going to. Yeah, exactly. But maybe he's a. Sh- Pop up. Yeah, no. Okay. Just, just the guy from. Or was it shaman? Can't remember. Shaman. Shaman. Shamanic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this guy. Oh, well, he comes up. Now he's, he's, come, he's, now he's, he's the, the world's the... most famous shaman. That's amazing. That's not right. That's glorious. Yeah, but I guess he kind of does look like the other shamans, doesn't he? Uh. No, not really. What else we got here? It's just all him. Yeah, it's mostly him. It's all him now. Yeah. So. No look. one will be able to hear the word shaman without thinking of him now. Yeah. So people were saying the psychedelic communities are pretty upset about this because mm. because they're like psychedelics shouldn't shouldn't have a, that effect on people. People who do psychedelics don't do that. Yes, they do. They do. Do you want to know why? Why? They do that because psychedelics don't make you a good person. You make you a good person mm-hmm. who makes great choices. Not the psychedelic. The psychedelic is the tool to change your behaviors and your mind. But psychedelics do not make... They, they make... If you're already a narcissist and you thought you were God and then you did psychedelics, that only amplifies the fact that you think you're God. It doesn't tell you... Like sometimes it might tell you and smack you off your pedestal, but you'll still be on the pedestal if you're a narcissist at heart. And if you're a manipulator and you're a nasty person at heart and you've been that way for so long and you haven't done any prior work up to the point of using psychedelics, then you're not going to change because you don't know that there's another way. There's no other paradigm to shift to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know how like when you're like trying to there, – there, there are peop, many people that exist in the world. Sometimes sometimes it's even me because we're all ignorant sometimes. But um, when you're trying to break something down with somebody and you're like, okay, so – you wanted to be, uh, you wanted to be a professional Irish dancer, mm. and in your pursuit of trying to become a professional Irish dancer, everybody told you that you were not very good at it. Um, it's cost you all of your relationships. Mm-hmm. It's completely like decimated your entire life. What is that telling you? It's all them. It's all them, it's right? All them. It's yeah. not me. It's you, everyone else. It's all of you. And so without even getting into the debate of whether psychedelic experiences are literal adventures into other dimensions or just the chemically induced perceptual experience Changes, of yep. it, either way, a person like that or a, or, or a person in a state of mind like that, because who you are today or who anyone is today is not necessarily who they are forever, yeah. but, it, yeah, and, you know, unless something changes. Well, there's... But anyway, you if you're, if you're like, wow, I can see that the pursuit of this has completely destroyed all of my connections to the world, and then... <laughs> and, and my assessment of that is... It was. It's not me. It's not. It's me. it's it's everybody else. And then you could go in to have this spiritual experience. And I've I've spoken to. Uh, I remember having this conversation with this young man one time, who he was going to move to Melbourne because he had this really serious spiritual journey to go on mm-hmm. because he was under attack of these demons. He saw them in his trip 
and he realized that like he's actually under attack from something on the outside. Yeah. Um, and I definitely not the inside. And so he had a bad trip. Yeah. He had a bad trip, and I've 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 had bad trips that. Um, they're be- not called bad trips. They're called. Challenging I've had challenging trips. trips. Okay. Thank you. I've had an unenjoyable trip. Challenging. I've had unenjoyable trips where I've come out of it and then gone ah. Oh, Okay, I, I, I see what I need to do. Yes, here. and that's the difference. Yeah, yeah. So I did like the that's the opposite. Like I had this experience, this spiritual experience where they were like, "It's you," it's all you. and I came out of that going, it's "I think it's me." And then other people go and have these spiritual experiences, and then the the, the things talk the to them. spirits or or yeah. your psyche are like. It's you. And then they're like, definitely not. <laughs> Probably should double down. Yeah, I'm going to go and storm through Capitol Hill now. I'm the only one. Yes. And so, like, there was a lady who added me on Facebook a little while ago and she deleted me because she was under the belief that because I used psilocybin mushrooms at some point in my life that that meant I too was an anti-vaxxer and that I shouldn't have the beliefs, the opposite beliefs of that. Remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I just said? Yeah. So, psilocybin leading to enlightenment is a farce. Yeah, it's like, it's well, clearly it didn't work on me then, did it? Mm. Who mm. didn't it work Well, on? I had someone accuse me a while back of, um, uh, they were like, well, you just think drugs fix everything. And I said, no. No, they don't. I've never thought that. I've thought that drugs show you, can show you who you are, and then you've got work to do mm. after that. Mm-hmm. They don't fix anything. They don't fix anything. They just show you things. And sometimes the things they show you, depending on who you speak to, aren't useful. Yeah. Like that guy. He probably did no integration of any kind. And I bet he's the kind of guy who probably is that kind of shaman who touches up ladies when he has them under the Okay, now we're saying things we don't know at all. Well. Now we're saying things we don't know at all. I am. We don't know this guy. I'm sure he's very nice. Yeah. I'm sure he's very nice. Yeah, sure. If. You when he's not on drugs. are one of his people. If you're one of his followers. Well, what do we know I about wonder, I want to know, like, what's his mum think? I'd be so annoyed. I'd be like, are you for real? You could just got a normal job like everyone else. I told you if you're going to do stuff like that, I'd rather that you did it at home so I know... <laughs> So I can keep you so safe. So I know what you're doing. If you want, if you want, if you and your mates want to go out there and break into buildings, just break into, just break into our house. I, if you're going to try that, I would like you to try it at home, or at least do old George's house next door. <laughs> yeah. So you know, uh, he, you know, through the psychedelic community, this is causing quite big ripples, and it's quite entertaining because I'm like, well, guys, no. His does not. He does not represent the psychedelic community no more than he sell, he he represents white males no more than he represents shamans no more than he represents anyone other than the weird group that he was with, who inadvertently ended up having five dead people. Five. Five dead people. Oh, I thought it was only one. No, it's no. Uh, so the woman there was a woman who was shot and another lady was trampled. She has like three kids. She was like thirty-two. Was she participating? Yeah, yeah, she participated, but she got trampled by her group. Yeah, 
trampled. Yeah. Like what the fuck? That's that's community. That's that's some, that's that's some solid community there. That's, that's some good community that's some there. Good community building. Yeah, that's like some solid Lord of the Flies bullshit there. That's what that like that whole like just imagine watching that unfold. But that just kind of highlights what it is. It's blind anger. Yeah. Blind anger. Doesn't so it? blindly angry and focused on a goal that I don't even really understand. We're going to break into the Capitol building and then what? I don't. We didn't stand at the podium we didn't and take think selfies? about what was going to happen after that. But it was so important. It was so important to reach this 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 Point. step in a one step plan that had no following steps per se, as far as I know. As far as we're aware, like what could they have possibly done? But on top of there? that. To be so focused on this blind idea that you don't even care if you kill the people that you're doing it with? Yeah, it's really sad. Well, mate, I'm not, again, I'm but saying because I don't know. I don't know if they, they don't care. Them. I don't know if they don't care. Oh, no, they obviously weren't aware. But they, if you they thought she was wearing, maybe she was wearing the same outfit. She thought it was a rug. She wore the wrong colour. That's not funny. It's That's too not soon. Funny. It's too soon. My it's mum awful. wants to know how safe is it to get rid of okayed tablets. I think she means old laptop, old tablets, and uh, pretty safe. Pretty no. Look, this the the thing about the um like information hacking and spying and stuff like that. Yes, it is really easy to get people's stuff, but there's billions of us, and you're probably and the most, last person. Most of the most of the most of the stuff that you can get on people is boring, oh, yeah. and it would take so long to so, go through it. It'd be so hard to find something interesting. The only people that really have to really worry about their personal information usually are people of notoriety. Yeah, they're targeted yeah. because they're already in the public interest in some way. Like and when yeah, they yeah, want to yeah. get when they want to hack Jennifer Lawrence's. Your private um, account. Uh, private account and get her nudes or whatever, yeah. you know. Yeah. They know who they want to go after. Um, did you know, I learned this last night on Connected also, <laughs> Estonia is a completely digital, like completely digital, all of their healthcare. They have numbers. They have a number. You can give that number to anyone but they can't do nothing with it. But that's your identification and that number and you have a card and that card can get you everything on the internet like you can access all of your all of your online accounts and stuff, and it's so safe that you can give your people the number and you can't do nothing with it. Why? It's this weird thing. I don't know. This, this is, is, so Estonia is completely 100%. Every, every citizen there has a number. Mm-hmm. Like you know how the, the microchipping and the like contract tracing and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. They're doing that kind of thing already. How do you spell Estonia? Estonia, E-S-T-O-N-I-A. And Google um, online... Digital, uh, Google Digital, um, yeah. But it's so cool. And this, their place, Estonia is beautiful. I had no idea. Yeah, everything's on, on uh, digital. Um, I, thought, <laughs> I thought Estonia. They've been all online digital since like 2009. And it's like it creates so much safety. Not one person has ever had anything hacked since they started it. Not one person has had any of their information hacked and stuff. It's crazy. Despite its small population of just 1.3 million, Estonia is punching well above its weight on the global stage. It's an active member of the European... Uh, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. That's probably not what Your I'm Your Googling sucks. Let me help you. I am Googling. I'm not very good at it. 
Estonia, digital. I need to put the AC on. I'm sweating. Digital. It is hot. It is. It is hot. Yeah, it's called the Estonia Digital Identity. Here we go. Yeah, so everyone has a number. Mandatory identity card. I bet heaps of people are mad about it. And I was like, how did they get the conspiracy theorists to to be accepting of such a number? Demo, where are you? Here we go. The Estonian identity card is a mandatory identity document for citizens of Estonia. In addition to regular identification of a person, an ID card can be used for establishing one's identity in an electronic environment and for giving one's digital signature within Europe. Blah, 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 blah. As well as French overseas, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, it's this this identity card and it's all online. But yeah, no, you can use it for ID. You can use it for your government stuff. You can use it for applying for work, blah, blah, blah. And you can just like access all of your internet. You, you can access all of your medical records and see who's looking at your medical records by their number. Like LinkedIn. Yeah, mm. kind of like LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. Really cool. So how did they pass that without the conspiracy I people getting upset? Know. I have, a, I have, a, I, 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 that birthed a little theory in my brain. I oh, did it. The theory in my brain is, is if you can't read English, there are a bunch of dumb ideas you don't have to worry about following. Pe- what? If you can't read English, yeah, then there are a bunch of dumb ideas you'll never come across. Yeah, but what are you trying to say there? That all of the dumb ideas and conspiracies are being perpetrated and perpetuated. Yeah. By English-speaking idiots. <laughs> yeah, they do. It's all in English. It is all in English. Well, I don't know because I don't read other languages, so maybe they're talking about other languages. But I don't know. International well, in conspiracy. Itali- in Italy, they yeah, they would be. In Italy, they wanted to behead, or not? Okay, not all of it- Italy, but someone in Italy wanted to basically behead Bill Gates. Really? Yeah. Remember. It's like middle of last year. Everybody yeah. was going nuts about Bill Gates, saying that Bill Gates is going to put tracking trackers in the in the immunizations. <laughs> the nanotech. Mm. Nanotech me up, man. Mm. It'd be easier if you knew exactly where I was and what I was doing at all times. It'd be helpful. Why? I don't know. Then I don't have to Can't c- just say sign things in. like that. I don't, I don't want to. I have to sign into those QR code things all the time. Mm. That's mandatory. I haven't been doing it. Mm-hmm. Did I just incriminate myself? You need a barcode. Uh, yeah. Did I get in trouble? Kinda. I mean, I when I went to the shop today, I definitely checked in my QR code. I think it's mandatory to have them. I don't know if it's mandatory to do them. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't really care if people know. Like I, and maybe it's because I'm not doing naughty things. Aren't you? Aren't I? Mm. I don't know. Today, the law could change tomorrow. Maybe you're doing something that's allowed today that won't be allowed tomorrow. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. That's what Ben Shapiro thinks. Really? Yeah, Ben Shapiro thinks that uh, – so something, again, again, without getting into too much detail because then I will reveal things that make it obvious that I don't really know what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> like the fact that the American government – something to do with like the uh, presidential establishment mm-hmm. and the Senate or something like that is all – a majority of one party, which means that like there's very little, re- if, if they have an idea or they want to pass a bill or something like mm-hmm. that, it's going to be very little resistance in getting their ideas passed through yeah. because most of the people that have to okay those ideas are in the same club now. Yep, yep, yep. And so uh, Biden? Yeah. Yeah. Biden ha- has <laughs> proposed that he has, he's saying that you are going to see one of the most progressive governments you've ever seen. 
And basically... Is that because he's going to die because he's old and then a young person's going to take his place? Basically what he means by that is that he's going to... um, He wants to reintroduce things like... um, educating people in schools about um systemic racism and well like you know that that basically the education program that says like look you 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 are racist it doesn't matter what you say you are yeah um you're a piece of shit you're racist you just are doesn't matter here's and here's 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 an evaluation you can do that will that will tell you that you are there's a new version of racism out called unintentional racism I was listening to it in that podcast yesterday. Oh. Continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's just ignorance. I think that's just conditioning. Mm. I think a lot of a lot of ignorance has is is to do with our conditioning. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? Biden? Um that oh yeah, yeah, about like, you know, uh, that they're with the what is being proposed that some of the social polit like the uh, basically the social politics thing is going to ramp up even more bigger yeah. you know like institutional institutionalized um what is the word this is showing that you didn't know what i was talking about i'm just using i'm just l- searching for words that i don't have because i'm tired it is tired you went to bed late i went to bed late um and that basically like freedom of speech is at risk in a way that it hasn't been at risk before in that this may be the government that finally maybe makes the first steps towards uh, criminalising certain types of words or speech or it may be even criminalising that you use specific (laughs) types of speech. Oh, yuck. Mm. That means I'm not going to be able to be like, hey, guys. Like... Misgendering someone might not be an accident. It may become a crime. Even if you, like, slip of the tongue, Freudian slip, whatever, Do blah, blah, Do you reckon blah. that will really happen? Well, they that's can't. What, but well, that's what they're saying. Where did you see that? That's the corridor. That's the corridor. So Ben Shapiro, he's all like, he's all like, it, that, that's, the, that's, that's, the, the, that's the corridor that's going down. He's just saying that it just means that, like, people are going to have to be paying way more attention, way more active. Mm-hmm in the discourse and conversation and stuff, but that it's going to be scary because if you disagree, Mm. you will be potentially disagreeing with very uh, pop pop culture, popular opinion. And yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Feeling over fact. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. That's gross. Mm. That'll be interesting. So that, that'll be it. That'll yeah. be Should that'll we read be some comments? That'll be good fun. Michael Reynolds says, I've been looking for a cheap I've been looking for cheap land. I want to build an <laughs> earth ship like the other Michael Reynolds in the States. Make a solar powered cob house. What's like a, a cob sim- house? Wow, that went so many places, Michael. Yeah. What is I don't know the other Michael Reynolds, but maybe I should. I'm gonna Google him later. Hmm. Hmm. Gravity lights. Chris is over in the states. Yes, and he has, he's a co- a co collaborator of mine. He is in the musics, and he says, "Let me tell you, it's a shit show over here." We do not. I, like I, I <laughs> Michael I look says, at he might wear horns today. I think you should. I might get horns. <laughs> like imagine if those horns start taking off, and then antelopes is that where they come from or water buffaloes whoever those horns come from start going extinct because people really like those horns and mm. they're like you know i really want to wear those horns he should have worn like fairy like a little halo mm. anyway what a crazy 
world. Mm. Yeah, I've been looking at like the news and the stuff like, over the last few days and I'm just like, what is going on? It's all about the same though. Yeah. It's just crazy and then a different type of crazy and then well, some well, more crazy. Something else happened. Is it Wasn't any it different any... or do, are we just getting older? Is the it's world all... really getting worse because... No, it's not. Because... It's not worse. If I watch... This is what we've been waiting for, Dimu. These are fictional representations of periods of time. But if you watch Donnie Darko, which is set in the 80s, Mm. there's a scene in which the family are sitting at the dinner table and there is political opposition in the family Mm. between the father and the daughter, which is Maggie Gyllenhaal. Jake and Maggie were in the same movie together. Yeah. It's very cute. Yeah, just cute. Um, And... uh, it was about the same thing. Yes, that it's just the, repeating in a different way. Yeah. Same thing as people. Mm. We're all experienced. This is what, the same reason that tarot works. It's all the same story. Mm. Same story, just over and over again. The same archetypes present themselves. And do you know what the most annoying answer to all of these problems is? Mm. Love. It's just fucking love. Mm-hmm. And it's so annoying. It's so simple. You know, hate yourself a little bit. Do you know what will fix that? A bit of love. Yeah. That'll help. Yeah. 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 All that you know what will help that guy who was standing at the Capitol Hill. But do you know what happens to people that say that? They shoot them. <sighs> they shoot right. them. I'm dead. John Lennon. Yeah, it's just love. <laughs> he said it a lot. It's not, it, but it's dead. not. No, but it's not talking about love. It's feeling love, and that's the part. Mm. Not everyone can feel it. Or not fi- give no, it. no, 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 no. It's not about feeling love. It's not about finding love. It's about allowing love. Being. Allowing love. Ooh. Yes. Yeah, because mm. it is so you unless, OK, like not everyone, but majority of the time when you are, you know, when um, kids like babies go through that stage, there's this gorgeous stage mm. a baby's in when they're like 18 months. They're not nah, pre-verbal. Oh, yeah. They're not really. Ver- they're, they're not. Um, they're not. Uh, they can't articulate words yet. They're expressive. Yeah. And they make eye contact and they connect and whatever. Mm-hmm. And everyone loves them and they love everyone, mm-hmm. right? And then, like, maybe you won't see that kid for six months. Yeah. And then they'll get a bit older. And then they've learned some words and they've participated in verbal discourse and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they start to get shy. Then they yes. start to become uncertain of themselves because now expressing yourself is comes with the exchange of words and in that exchange of words some of those words will alter the way i think Mm. about myself Mm. you know and so i I feel like i feel like love and like in that phase in that age Mm -hmm. it's just love and the reason everybody loves them and the reason that that little kid loves everybody else is because it's just natural it's just so natural it's not being overthought yeah and um, sometimes a kid like that can like melt the coldest heart, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mine. Yeah. I have a cold heart. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. And when I'm when I you when and a, babies when a kid is shy, I'm like, mm, I'm sure you're great, but I'm not, not investing trying. in this. But <laughs> if it's just let's just let's just marvel at it. Let's just let's be just look at each let's other. just be amazed. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm down for this. You this are. is easy. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's about eight months old, Natasha said. Right. It's probably about the same age I'm thinking. And I think that is the most natural, that is the most natural state of love, of love right? Because it's it's not thought about. It's just 
coming through. It's just allowed, right? Yeah. And I think as you get older and smarter, you find all <laughs> these rules to dissuade love. Yeah. That you actually start out loving everyone, but you learn all these words that you interpret that make you mm. un um, that make you far more cautious about it, loving about how you people. Give it, yeah. But it, um, and the, there's story after story after story yeah. after story for, throughout for like centuries and centuries of. Uh, examples of when you unloved the unlovable, that's when change mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. 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 You know, because it's not about... Yes, forgiveness. It wasn't about, you know what, the the smartest thing I could do right now, the most intellectual decision I could make right now would be to love. Mm. Because love is not intellectual. Love is no. not clever. It's not about smart. It... Um, I don't think you can love smartly because I think if you no. try and apply some sort of like intellect to your love, you automatically start breaking down the reasons yeah, you why you shouldn't. maybe shouldn't love <laughs> yeah. that person, yeah, yeah. you know, because there's risks. Wait, how many times have you done that? With you? Yeah. How many times have you All like, the time. <gasps> All the time. <sighs> You're like, break, I love her, but now if I break down the reasons, I shouldn't. All the time. There's many. If I just take th- some, yeah, but if I just take three steps back, yeah, and then just watch you and don't engage with you, I get it back. <laughs> you do, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah good. <laughs> you just watch me from afar. That's probably why you stand around just watching me all the time because you're mm. like, if I engage with it, it's annoying. Mm-hmm. It's like a little creature that I don't want to notice I'm here. It just depends on what what you're trying to make me change. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes like moving the so, lounge room around. Yeah, you know, like because well, no, like well, yeah, that. But um, well, yeah, because sometimes, <laughs> sometimes in order to do that with you, I have to change my feelings because my feelings <laughs> might be I don't want to do that at all. I can see how that would be good, but I don't want to do that at all. Yeah. Um, and, and then we do it, and you're like, "Thanks for making me do that." Well, <laughs> I've never got thanks. Haven't you? No, but you do give me great thanks for doing the carpet. I know. Mm-hmm. That was conscious. Actually, <laughs> was it? So that, okay. Well, so I was showing I've it contra- off to you. That's a, I've contradicted myself a little bit in that example. In okay. that, that was a, actually, I don't really know where that came from, but it was like, I must thank, I, that, was an inter, that was an intellectual decision of love. Like, I was like, this would be the, the time. smart time. <laughs> To give her praise, gratitude. Because yes, you know? I'll probably do it again now that you've given me praise. Oh, really? Yeah, seeing the results, ah. I got praise, the positive reinforcement, probably going to do it again. Uh-huh. That's the way. Okay, I understand. I understand. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So, love. Oh, how, why were we talking about that? Because it fixes everything. Because the story is always the same. So, whenever I'm talking oh, to yeah, someone, yeah, yeah. right, and yeah. I'm sitting across from someone doing cards, and I. Th- I Sometimes when I'm reading cards for even myself, I'm like, it's just love and compassion for myself. If I can do that one thing, then everything else works out well. Mm. And it's as simple as that. But being able to explain that and tell that to people who don't currently have that is a very difficult thing to do. And you sound like a fuckhead when you do it because you're like, it's just love. Just do it. Mm. It's so easy. Well, translate it into something else. It's, yeah. You can translate it into, 
you are trying to you are you are you are posing conditions to existence you're saying mm. you know what i mean like you're um sometimes sometimes we experience the most difficulty because we've deluded ourselves into thinking that we're going to set the world yeah you're going to mm-hmm. set it right mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. from here yeah Do now you- and if and and until then I'll be disappointed until it behaves the way I want it to. So, love, right? If you were never shown love, it would be very hard to access it. They're kind of like meditation, you know, when you meditate or when you. So, so we used psychedelics. Well, you can. You can, sorry, go. On. I use psychedelics, which helped me achieve a point of peace and love for myself. That also enabled me to start meditating, which made uh, using psychedelics made meditating easier because I knew where I was trying to get to. Um, And like MDMA also shows you love. It shows you love for yourself. It shows you love for everyone. That's because it got got your ideas out the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It allowed you to love. Yeah, yeah. And it allowed me to love without all of the chaos that I'd experienced over my lifetime. And so if you'd never experienced that in the purest form it could be, or like I had not saying that I'd never experienced love, but I'd never experienced that divine love for myself. You, I would never have be able to feel the way I do about myself now without that experience in the first place. You, you emotionally yeah. and verbally expressed and experienced compassion for your childhood sexual abuser, yes. which, which, if you apply intellect to that, yes. you can't do that. No. You can't intellectually find a way. I couldn't and I hadn't till that point. Yeah. 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 Which caused me a lot of chaos Mm -hmm. and distress. So it wasn't about, which means that in order for you to achieve that, yes, you did do some drugs, but it wasn't about somebody saying the right thing to you or you read the right thing or you thought the right thing. You actually didn't really think anything at all. You just felt something. Yeah. And that feeling was able to be integrated into yeah. An idea, and the idea was very simple, and it was as simple as, if it's not his fault, what does that mean? Yeah. If it wasn't his fault either, what does that even mean? Yeah. Where does that leave me? it still happened. Yeah, 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 Because who does he blame? Mm, exactly. And who does that person blame? And who does, and who does that person blame? blame? You know? Everyone's got an excuse. Yeah, there's an excuse for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and so I, so I wonder, like, you know, it is, it, it's, if you haven't experienced that complete love for yourself in the first place, which sounds wanky, and I don't expect people to go out and do drugs, but meditation can get you to a similar place. Mm. But it's lots of work. Mm-hmm. So just do some meditates. But there are people that think that um, meditation was really detrimental and 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 mm. broke them and you know <laughs> left yeah. left them completely untangled and whatever you know. Yeah. Like so. The risk, turning over stones is always risky. You don't know which one has a snake underneath it. And anytime, anytime, any, anytime you start turning over stones in your own brain, whether it's been induced by something you've put in your mouth or a state of mind that you practiced enough mm. to get into, you're taking a risk every time. Do, did you notice the point in, where, in which you started to love yourself? Because you, for a long time, I loved myself. I think I know right your up until I was about thirty. I loved myself until I got in high into high school, yeah. and then I and then I 
hated myself. Because you ate so many cheesecakes? No, I ate so many cheesecakes because I hated, hated myself. Yeah. Well, what was it about high school that made you hate yourself? Is it just comparison to everyone else? Or was it just like a phase? Just a thing? But when did you start again? When did I start again? Yeah. Last year? Yeah, I would say that. Last mm. year. It was after you had that dream where you sucked yourself off. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't last year. That wasn't last year. Okay, yeah. So that was the first time though. That was when I was studying. That was when I was doing my psychotherapy um, training. Um, that was like five, six years ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. That feels so recent. I was the self-eating snake. Yeah, that's right. I swear that was more recent. For Oribus. No, it wasn't. It was during a meditation um, uh, process that we went through during an intensive that I did. Yeah, so. Awkward. And it was still in Glenelg. It wasn't in the mid- mm-hmm. even in the city. So. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, but you were a snake, and you were circling yourself. Well, it gave. It was this weird. It wasn't. Look, it wasn't just about dick sucking. All right. <laughs> it wasn't just about the dick sucking, but it was about, <laughs> it's about beauty. It, what it was is is it was an experience. It wasn't all dick sucking, all right. It was a little bit of dick sucking, and it was it was it was it was it was, it was gratitude. It was a dick sucking of gratitude, not to like the self. a. Mm, um, <laughs> but you were a snake. No, no, I was me. So you know the Oribus? Yeah, it's the self eating snake. It's on the front cover of the book for Never Ending Story. Yeah, 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 and just goes into itself. And it basically just means that you're like self fulfilling. Mm. You know, you're feeding, you're nurturing yourself with yourself. I like that. Yeah. Or you could also, if you wanted to <laughs> change it, it me, like you, you could, you could use that as an analogy as well for um, uh, some of those, the, the trip we were describing earlier where you go and have a, a trip and you're like, wow, I, I, I met the spirits and they're all very dumb as well. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, uh, and I, I met um, them and I knew, I knew more than them too. Yeah. So. Also, because you're on, when you're on psychedelics, sometimes you do become God. Uh, God, so to speak. Yeah, I don't what even know your if you... your be- interpretation of... Yeah, I don't know. My experiences of that, which were very, very fleeting moments, is just like, it was like sitting in the... It was more like sitting in the chair of... You were pretending. God. Or like having God's blood run through your veins for a second, but like... Yeah. Definitely not God. Yeah. Definitely not God. Oh, yeah, because you were telling me I was God. I was God for a sec. Well, no, I wasn't sure if you were. I was trying I was, to. I was like, sure, I'll be God. I was trying to figure it out. I was like, I was like, because I was saying, you're like, what are we? How can we be what here together we? if it's what just is me? This? And I thought when we, if we went to sleep, when we went to sleep, that would be the end of time, all time. And yeah. I was like, I'm not ready to go to sleep. I know it's going to be peaceful, but I don't want to end this yet. <laughs> I don't want to end this yet. I don't want this to go away. Um, I can't um, remember what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So the experience that I had, mm-hmm. it was a meditation and it was a self-love meditation. Yeah. So, um, and I think maybe, I can't really, re- I think she was just riffing on it. it, it she was doing it like, yeah. in real time sort of thing. It wasn't a recording or anything. And we're all laying on the floor. And I think she was encouraging us to get a sense of what it's like to be in your own presence, not be in yeah. your own body, but it, what is it like to be in a room with you? And so I got this experience of what it was like to be with me. Very romantic. And I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I actually, because, and, and it was, that was really surprising to me because um, 
is not that different to looking in a mirror. The only difference is is you can reach in and touch the person in the yeah. in the mirror. But um, and so mirror like the the mirror experience is a funny thing because like you look in the mirror sometimes and you're like fuck you man. Fuck you. I couldn't even look at myself once. Yeah, like I, I don't want to. I want to be in a room with you, sort of thing. Uh-huh. But then when I had this experience of actually being in a room with me and I could touch me and whatever, it was different. different. Yeah, actually experiencing yourself rather than thinking about yourself. I was almost like, again, I'm just, I'm just saying things. I'm not actually describing literal, literal things. I mean, they, they were, they were literally my me? experience. Yeah, this is for you. Um. Uh, I can't remember. I need to pee. Okay. Well. Okay. Um, it's eleven eleven. Do you want to take a walk outside? If you want a burrito, mm? you can have another bite of mine. Is that a song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a Pete Yawn song. It's a good song. Yeah. All right. Uh, what we got here? Natasha. Oh, we already read that one. But Brandon says it's almost been three years with his girlfriend next month being together in general. Well, congratulations on three years. Hello to Rebecca Parker. She says, hello, loves. And while she's in the toilet, I'm going to queue up because we have buried the lead long enough. Uh, it's time for me to pull up my stand up set. I've got to make sure I play the right one because one of them is mine and one of them is a friend of mine. And maybe he doesn't want me to play his. So I do have to premise this with, I'd never ever done this before. This is the the very first ever time. And um, I did make one little mistake in the setup of this joke. In, in, in this joke, I mentioned a movie and I said... P.S. I love you, yes. but I meant the notebook. So, so when you hear me talking about P.S. I love you, just know that I'm actually referring to the notebook. So First one is him. Second one is me. All right. So this is me at the Cranker, December 15, doing my first three minutes. Don't forget to do clappings. Oh, yeah. Well, the there's, end. there's clappings in the recording, so that's okay. See? So this isn't exactly how I thought it was going to go for my first time. This is my first time. It's kind of like my first time. Because you can see a bunch of ugly fruit on So the act before me was my friend Alan, and then the act before him was Bad Santa. You remember yes. Bad Santa? Yeah. And so Bad Santa he gets up on stage, and he basically just, just had fruit. a bunch of fruit in his pants and a cigarette and he just left all this fruit like laying around and on the stage yeah. <laughs> so uh yeah being my first time i tried to come up with like little tricks for myself because i knew i would be scared and so i set myself a little task of just like i'm gonna look around i'm gonna try and find the one face that intimidates me the most should have been mine connect with that person and after that i'll be fine <laughs> and it was a good idea because I am scared but not of doing comedy anymore I'm just really frightened of you <laughs> so I don't know if he was drunk or the dude in the front row he had, had a just, head injury he, well he had a head injury that didn't look that he old he looked fresh he'd 
was, he was either drunk. really drunk or he'd just done some smack. He also asked our community member if he wanted her to buy her a drink. Oh, yeah. And she was like, did she want one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> as I'm looking around and I'm looking at him, I'm like, do I? Because I also wasn't allowed to be in the room yeah, so you didn't most know. of the time. So I didn't know people had been ripping on him the whole night. Yeah, it was funny that you did. Because everyone had. Well, it was hard to miss him. It was. It was hard to miss. It was hard to miss the dude. Well, because everybody else was shrouded in darkness. You can only see the front row, which is like eight people, if that. Um, And so one of the eight people, one of the only eight people I could see looked like they'd literally just done some smack. So, yeah. yeah. So uh, I was like, do I talk to this guy? I don't know. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I was worried that I was going to forget about the shit that I have to say up here. Um, temporary Alzheimer's. Alzheimer's. It's a terrible disease. It's not funny. Uh, my grandma had Alzheimer's actually. Um, it is a terrible disease. I fucking, like, as far as grandmas go, I had like the quintessential grandma, you know, like the sort of grandma that looks you in the eyes. And when she looks at you, you know that like she just thinks you're just like the most amazing, incredible, just gifted person on the planet. That was my grandma, you know? And she didn't have to be your grandma to give you that feeling either, right? She could just look you in the eye and be like, fuck, I'm pretty good. <laughs> Cheers, grandma. Um, it is a terrible disease. Uh, not so much for the person that has the disease, because they don't really know so much what's going on, especially when they do like, the best, most outlandish shit that they do when they have that disease. Um, so it's kind of like a lot harder for the people around them to deal with that. This is getting really fucking depressing. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, we all gathered around. It's like, I don't know what it was. It was, the, it was the, the, the party after grandma broke her hip. She broke her hip at our engagement. Is that where it was? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. that's my wife. <laughs> You were in the show. It was me. You were in the show. Yeah. Oh, No. Oh, my God. Blip, blip. Blip. Stop it. Just, Just one push time. Just one time. She hopefully still will be after this. <laughs> I am punching above my way. Um, so, yeah, we're all gathered around this party and uh, remembering that, like, me and my grandma just, like, best relationship ever. She's in a wheelchair. And I don't know how many years it's been, I actually went overseas and worked for a bit of time. And then by the time that I came back, uh, things had really ramped up and she was really gone, you know? Um, but I saw P.S. I love you. No, the notebook. Right? So I was like, well, there's still a chance, there's still a moment. Maybe I can reconnect with her. Maybe at some point I will get that last moment with my grandma. And so we're standing around, I looked down, and so I was tugging my pants. Grandma's in her wheelchair. Oh, Dad, she's staring up at me. And she's got that look in her eye, like that one that I used to know so well, you know, like, like I'm just the most incredible thing she's ever seen on the planet. I'm like, fuck, P.S. I love you's real. The notebook. Notebook. <laughs> they do come back. I look down at her and she's looking up at me. I said, hey. She goes, hello, beautiful. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. I didn't say that. I'm like, fuck. Holy shit, this is one of those moments. You're here. I get down on my knees. I look straight in her eyes. They're like glistening. She goes, let's fuck. 
She was fucking good. Not meant to be playing the next one. Anyway, the uh, the next joke that follows that is far too inappropriate for any transcriptions of any kind. It um, is. So if you would like to hear that joke, maybe I will do it again one day, but uh, not on the internet. Oh, no. No, this is the cancel. I might actually not do that joke anywhere because I didn't know this one was going to be recorded. Yeah. Either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just got to be careful. Yeah. I just don't need the per- the people in that story to chime in on that story. Nah. Nah. Nah, you don't. That wouldn't that's be good. That's Back up, mate. Anyway, so that's me. I did stand-up comedy. And you, you, I heard you say the other night that you're not really that interested in doing it again now that you've done it. Well, you it talk, went so well. Yeah. So it's like, why do that again? Yeah, why, why ruin a good it, thing? If, if I did it once and it went well... And it's not necessarily something that I'm really passionate about comedy. I love comedy. You do. Um, but I just, I just don't need to introduce another ongoing thing in my life where I stand on stage and run the risk of nobody being into it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you're already doing music. I'm already it's very risky. I'm already a musician, and only like. 70% of the time are people into it, yeah. you know. And on top of that, because I do really like comedy and I listen to a lot of stand-up comedians. It's quite brutal. Well, not just that. A lot of the stand-up comedians that I admire that are massive pros and stuff still bomb. They still have horrible nights. Yeah, they they still have. And you know what? It's not always them. Um, just turned you down. So grab that good yeah, I was wondering. I was like, I went your mum's over at Grandpa's house. Yeah, yeah. Jesus well, Christ. Well, th- thank- thankfully, Grandpa won't be able to hear the eulogy I give either. Oh. That's going to be a fun one. Oh, mm-hmm. So funny. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I'm just fixing my chair. Did how, how is it? Is it repaired? Mm. Did you repair it? it sorry, I looked at your boobs then. I looked at my own boobs in the. Did you? Yeah, I did. When how, you did that, I looked. At how them often time. do you look at? How often do you look at your own breasts? A lot. I yeah. look at my own boobs a lot. Why? Are you are you drawn to them? I just find them interesting. Mm. I hold them a lot. Mm-hmm. They're like little comfort things, and sometimes I'll like hold them and be like, blip, 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 blip. you know how sometimes you you know you you know you know how you know how how boobs are an animal thing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like lots of animals have. Boobs. Yeah, they have nipples and breasts to feed their babies. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like this idea that like it's a um it's a psychological trick that's triggering this idea that if somebody has like full breasts that they're like ready to they're birth. a good they'd be, be, be a good mother. I or, don't know. Is that true? Well, in the same way that like dudes with beards apparently yeah, inspire yeah, yeah. some idea in women that they're more fatherly, fatherly. than yeah, than yeah. not. Um, do you think? But. So there's because of that, like sexual attraction mm-hmm. is nature making sure we procreate. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? That's why it happens. Yeah, it, 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 the sexual attraction puts an idea in a being's head that maybe they didn't even Consider weren't it. even educated on, yeah. but but they just kind of figure it out because some something's urging them to do that. Yeah, so. You know how, like, if you go to, like, Cambodia or Indonesia or something and there's all those, like, street dogs and they've got, like, they're, because they're, the like... Are always out. Yeah, their breasts are always, like, full because they're always pregnant. They're always having, yeah, they're... like, litters and new new puppies and stuff and whatever. And so are the male dogs, like, fucking check 
those out. <laughs> check out those six nips. Check out that eight pack. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think so. Don't think so? No, I think it's purely instinctual like stuff of scent. Like you like if you show a, if you if you if you get a, a like a like a like a an organic organic like non um fucking like hormone jacked up uh bull mm-hmm. in like country italy somewhere it's, it's just a regular bull mm-hmm. doesn't have any crazy science being pumped through its veins or whatever and then you like showed it a picture of a dairy cow and it's just like engorged and yeah. whatever they is it like whoa that's some dolly parton nah, shit only for some people some people <laughs> i bet there's people well absolutely absolutely there are people in the world turned on by animal titties did, absolutely did you send me the video of the dude Eating the shoe on the train? No. Nah. There's a dude eating a shoe on a train. Yeah, I probably won't be able to find it, but there was a, a <laughs> the first the first thing I saw this morning. I don't know why I went to Facebook first. Never go to Facebook first. No. Shouldn't be on your phone first thing in the morning. But anyway, these habits creep in. Mm-hmm. They can slowly creep back out. But the first thing I saw this morning was at first I thought it was his own boot. Oh. I thought he is just a dude sitting in the train with a like the the front foot part of a boot in his mouth, like licking mud off a boot, just like licking, like maybe it was chocolate, like licking this, like someone had just made a cake with a shoe and stirred it with a shoe and then handed it to him and went, "You can lick it while it cooks. You can you can lick this while it bakes." And so then you realize, oh. That's not his boot. That's a heel. That's, well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a zip-up, like, high heel boot. Oh, he's got a fetish. mud on the bottom yeah, of it. fetish. That he's found somewhere oh. and abandoned or lost. You'd hope that it's abandoned. You'd hope so. But, the, but this guy even looks over at the dude filming him and, like, he's just, like, to- like not a unapologetic, one? like not like just so into what he's doing. He doesn't give a fuck who sees. This guy had a nice haircut. He had nice clothes on. You know, he looked showered. As- aside from the fact that he was licking mud off a boot, he he appeared to have good hygiene. Huh. He was just on his commute on the way to work, licking a being boot. like, "Look, I didn't, I didn't have enough time for to breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> I drank all the up and goes." Maybe it was poo. Licking says the boot. Mom. Maybe it was poo. Could I don't have been know. poo. I hope it was poo. Or maybe it was. Oh. He dipped it in the teller before he left. Maybe it was his boot. Maybe it was part of his gimp suit because apparently gimps love to hang out in like they septic do. tanks and stuff. And uh, do you think all of them do? That's what Duncan Trussell said. Really? Yeah, Duncan Trussell must said, be true. Duncan Trussell. There's a re- Duncan there's Trussell a, said it must be. If true. you can stomach it, um, check out Duncan Trussell on the uh, Your Mum's House podcast reviewing <gasps> GIMP videos. He's got a whole spiel on it's the life, the life cycle, and the interests and the adventures. Would you of like a to gimp. explain explain what GIMPs are? GIMPs. It's not a simp. <laughs> it's not a simp. GIMPs like Let's American Horror pictures. Story. Let's not show pictures. You could Google GIMP without seeing anything risque, couldn't you? Nah. You don't think so? No, don't do it. Well, I'm not. They can't see. Oh. I just want to know what comes up. Okay. And then maybe if I do find an appropriate one, it's a downloadable show it software. Gimp oh. suit. Yeah, so it's like a, a dude. Yeah. It's a, a dude. I think it could be a lady, and they wear like the Ooh. leather dress ups. And there's particular ones who tend to really enjoy hopping into sewage systems and laying around in the poop. 
yeah. and flopping around in it. Yeah, and so it's they good. wear like leather, head to toe, handcuffs, all that sort of stuff. Stuff mm-hmm. that like makes me feel un- a little bit uncomfortable to put on. This young that chap. outfit would make me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but he likes it and sometimes there's videos on the internet of them rolling around in the sewage. Yeah. And they love it. Mm, in the sewage. Rubbing it on their faces. Like escaping into farm paddocks and diving through the collections of cattle dump. Yeah, we saw one of those. Mm-hmm. A go- wasn't that the that other was, guy was filming was, it? That, well, the guy. The, the guy came, so, comes along to find so, this guy in his tank. So Duncan Trussell's watching this video of this gimp, like, diving like like um, Scrooge McDuck into coins yeah. through this pile of poo. And there's a bobcat. Like scooping up more and dumping it on top, and Duncan Trussell's like, "I guarantee the person operating that bobcat is also a gimp." Pans out a few seconds later, there is a gimp <laughs> operating the bobcat, dumping dump manure and stuff on him. Yeah, it's fascinating. Mm-hmm. I find it really interesting. Yeah. This one's got handcuffs as well. Just absolutely regular people dressing up as gimps, and then you've got fairies. But apparently, apparently, gimps are just like very mischievous. Are they? A bit yes. cheeky? Yeah, a bit cheeky. bit cheeky. Yeah. So what happens when you play around in poops? Mm-hmm. Bye, Mom. Oh, yeah, see you tomorrow. I forgot you were coming. <laughs> Shoe licker. Shoe licker sounds, like, sounds like he's dark net rich. Yeah, mm. I feel like I, I do. I think that sometimes when if, if you see something like that, because he's got all the dollars in the world, why would you get to train, though? If you're, a, if you're dark net rich, why mm. would you be on a train? Maybe that's part of his well, thing. Some people he's love like, humiliation. Yeah, Some do. people are really into being humiliated. Maybe part of the humiliation of being seen doing that on the train is very aroused. I wonder the people who are into humiliation stuff, which it obviously stems from, it's got to stem from some sort of trauma as a child to want to be humiliated. Like, are there, what happens if they treat that, that, that trauma that they've experienced? Do you think that they still get off on the humiliation stuff? I'm not sure. Because is it is it something that you have in like sexual desires and fantasies and stuff? I find them so interesting because I'm like, where does it come from? You know how some people like something really obscure, like licking a boot on a train, and I'm like, but where did that begin? When did you decide that you liked licking boots? And what was tr- how did that get triggered? Did you try it one time? I think I it's I like think a bit of a wiring it. thing because there is there is kind of like a a sexual imprinting. Yeah, you know, like again. Without getting too dark, when you and I are intimate, you like me to give you a massage first. Yeah. You were abused that way. Yeah. Yeah. But you still prefer that. Yeah. Yeah. Conditioning. But we've completely... Uh, we've destigmatized. You've de- decoupled yeah. our well, intimacy. Would, we hope so. Well, I... Well, I don't have it any. Seems fl- I don't be, have flashbacks. It anymore. seems to be going a lot better <laughs> yeah. for you. Yeah, I don't but have anyway, flashbacks. you you have decoupled your our intimacy from, from your that. abuse. Yeah. But you still, still like, like that yes. structure. Yes. Yes, I do. Yeah. 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 And so then I have to then sometimes I have to consider I'm like, is this a bit weird? But then I realize heaps of women enjoy massages before they have sex. Not just me. Like mm. majority of women enjoy massages before they have sex. Mm-hmm. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. And so he, that guy was just like, I know what chicks like. Huh, good one. Well done, man. Set me up real good. <laughs> Quite gentlemanly, actually. Yeah, really thoughtful. Yeah, yeah. Because really. a, lot of, a lot of dudes don't want to don't give the massage. No, they just go straight they in. They want to go straight in, yeah. So. Yeah, really thoughtful. Yeah. I'm sorry if this episode has triggered anyone. 
We've said some things. <laughs> it's been an interesting Definitely episode. said some things. Do you know why this has been a, such an all-over-the-shop weirdo episode? Why? Because we didn't really talk about much. We had plans. We didn't talk about them. I think we talked about the things we said we were going to talk about. No, we had other plans. What was the other plan? I'm not going to talk about it. Oh, okay. Save but it in it, we've shortened our um, Oracle segment to oh, yeah. quarter to 12. Yeah. So in 15 minutes' time, you can stick your hearts in. Mm-hmm. Or you can stick them in now and I'll re- do the readings at quarter two. Now, is that because you're bored of doing it or is that because from here you have branched out and now you're doing so much more of it on yes. an ongoing, consistent basis? Yes, so mm. I am. So every Monday you can catch me here to do live card readings on the Hey Demi podcast. Mm-hmm. Or you can catch me on Sunday night doing a pick a card reading on my Antonika Muscaria Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or Which is at Antonika.muscaria. A-N-T-A-N-I-K-A dot M-U-S-C-A-R-I-A. Did you have to read all of that to spell it out? Muscaria, I did. <laughs> yeah. um, what was I going to say? I was going Sunday to say, night. Sunday oh, yeah, night. Sundays I do the pick a card, which is pretty straightforward. You don't have to do anything. You just pick a card that you're drawn to. I will send you a little little horoscope for that. It's not a horoscope, but it's like a message. I'm not sure what to call what I give people yet. Reading. <sighs> it's our reading. It's our reading. Isn't it? I don't know. It's, it's a reading. Interpretation. Interpretation. It's just a long word. Anyway, and you can also catch me on Fridays. I'm not sure on my scheduling yet, but I've already done one last Friday. But you can catch me on Fridays to do live oracle readings mm-hmm. on my Instagram as well. In the cupboard. In the cupboard. In the cupboard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a lot of little bits and pieces. And over the next year, I'll be ramping it up. And I'm mm-hmm. developing my website. I'm going to develop my social media a little bit more, blah, blah, blah. It's a bit like you have a... Um, <laughs> It's a little bit like you have a cupboard shrine, except you're the Buddha in it. I feel like the Buddha because I'm sitting there cross-legged. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Buddha. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, so I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. That's why we've shortened the segment. Yeah. Anyway. Because if you didn't get one here, <clears throat> you've got other opportunities to get one. Yeah, and you can DM me at any time and ask for one. Mm. <clears throat> I had someone DM me and at like, it was, it must have been Were they at a hen's night? Yeah. 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 At like midnight or something mm-hmm. for a reading the other night. And mm-hmm. I was like, sure, I'll do it. And they were down to pay. They yeah, were they were like, down to pay. Yeah. Did you do it? Yeah. Yeah. And so she's going to message me in a few days once she's developed her ideas on that one. And then we're going to have a chat and do another card. Did, so, the, did the cards say anything about her being drunk? <laughs> no. Nah. No? Nah? No, nah, it didn't. No. Nah. No. Nah. No. Nah. But that's the funny part. Maybe she doesn't remember. Maybe. Mm. Mm. But yeah, if you want to meet a reading out of nowhere, I'm still doing them off the off the skin of my own back because I like doing it um, and it's good for practice. And one of the best things is to just keep practicing. And this is something that I naturally want to do and I find I do it anyway. I'll just sit there and do them sometimes. I just shuffle them and touch them. And so this is something I'm naturally drawn to. So I want to develop it as a skill. And so I'm happy to do card readings for free until I'm ready to branch out more. Mm-hmm. And so it's not, it doesn't bother me if you're happy to wait. Like I'm not, I'm, I'm not put out by you messaging me, but I am put out if you're like, hey, you haven't done my reading yet. And it's like, I am a homeschooling mother. I have a podcast. Mm-hmm. I have a life. Mm-hmm. I drink lots of coffee. Mm-hmm. 
I don't always have a lot of time. Mm. So, yes, patience is always, always necessary. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, everyone's always been patient and very kind. And it's not always going to be free, so you might as well get, get one while in. you can because when you start to feel like you're getting a bit stretched with it, well, then that's time that's, to start asking for money. That's right. So I'm going to develop and develop until I feel like I can't actually do some of these things and then I'm going to have to actually start de- like putting my time aside to do this for people because people want it and I like doing it. Um and it makes me feel weird to have monetary, put monetary value on something that I can do so, so simply. But it does take a lot of energy and a lot of thought and it does take a lot of work and a lot of development of, a t- of a, um, self-mastery. Of that's, a really hard, that's a really hard um, thing for people to move on from. Yes. You feel like if you are being compensated for something you're doing with money, mm-hmm. well... You feel indebted. Money is just an in-between. Money, money, money is things that you are going... Money, money is... Hmm. I take the money as gratitude. So um, that's the only way some of the people who do offer me money, that's the only way they can provide me with gratitude because they're not f- physically friends with me. We don't see each other. I can provide you with this and this is a form of gratitude which you'll be able to pay to yourself. And so that's how I'm sort of seeing it down the line. But at the moment, I'm quite freed up. You know, and mm-hmm. developing my skill more, mm-hmm. and so keep watching. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. I'm going to do like epic readings. I've got a lot of one-year readings to do. Oh yeah, you also have Patreon readings. Yes, do. so you have a Patreon tiers to create, which entitles our Patreon members to the, monthly readings. This is Patreon week. Next episode, we will be launching our Patreon 2021. Which we think we've finally, we've never really been able to find a way to use Patreon where we're like, is it worth, is this, is is this any, is this, how do we make this more than just a donation? Yeah. But also how do we not end up only doing Patreon Hmm. as well? So I, we feel like we've figured it out. Yeah. So we're going to go through that with you next week. I'm going to do you a past, present, future first. Okay. And then I'm, I'll branch into my readings. Yes. So Brandon's been doing some readings as well. He got himself a, I'm pretty sure it's called Moon something deck. Mm-hmm. Um, we've actually seen this deck before and I think your mum might have this deck. Oh. Um, yeah. So he's been practicing with his cards, which is awesome. He did me a reading the other day, which was very lovely. So you should absolutely 100% uh, do Sean one. And if you'd like one, maybe ask Brandon as well. Brandon's got some skills. All right, He's EJ says. got a cool said, deck of cards too. He does, yeah. Uh, EJ says, an intuitive message passed through my mind. August, money is like life-forced energy. Psychopathic constructs, groups, and individuals use this as a way to take from others, energetically detach your life force energy from it with visualization, meditations. Ooh. What does it mean? Message me more about this if you got any more on that, EJ. I like your little messages. That's very specific. I like it. Mm -hmm. EJ knows things. Yeah. She knows. She knows. Like, when someone gives you money, they just, it's the same as them if they just, if they thanked you with a basket of fruit. Yeah. It's just maybe you didn't. It's, it's like when when you buy a, a teenager a Christmas present and you're like, just get them a voucher. Just get them a voucher so that they can get what they want with it. Mm-hmm. You know? And so when someone gives you money out of gratitude, they're saying I want you to have 
something valuable yes. for what you've for the value you've given me. But the choice of what that value is is yours. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yes, yes. And in my case, it's probably paying the rent <laughs> <laughs> or helping pay off my new laptop that you bought me today. You have to pay that off. Owe me money? What are you talking about? Yeah. No, I meant help you. You don't owe you money. Bugger off, mate. You are. You, I bought you the laptop because you are helping me. Yeah, that's true. That's why. Yeah, right, mate. Hmm. We my own laptop. I, did, I didn't buy your laptop. We bought. Well, technically, you went online this morning and did it. Yeah. Because I would never have done that for myself. No. But never. you have been for the last four months been saying, I need a new laptop. Yeah, I'm so sick of sharing it with Harlequin. Mm -hmm. She's a beast. Mm -hmm. She plays too many Sims. She leaves it open. It makes us run slow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean Holton. Okay. Your card reading is ready. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. All right. You're past. Yeah. It's happening for you, not Ooh, to you. Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Where are you going? What are you doing? I have... These are our new notebooks. You totally cut me off. Well, I... reading. Well, see, this... Remember you said we made plans? We didn't follow the plans? Yeah. This is me following the plan. Okay. So, the art on the front of these notebooks was done by Neeks' brother, Eric. Eric. Uh, at a different kind of same... S-A-M-E, S-A-E-M. Same. A different kind of same. And then on the back, it says where you were, where you are, where you're going. Mm-hmm. Which, and then on the inside, it's just, it's just blank, right? The choice is yours. But basically. Oh, we're doing where you were, where you yeah, were. Yeah, I see. I remember now. This, yeah. That's weird that I pulled this spread out for you then. It is weird because it was. Um, right on Shedge. I just need to get a pen. Mm. I get one. I know where them is. Good organise. Uh, good yeah. luck. Good luck. Um, yes. So, he's going to pen. No, there's no pens. There's it, no pen. On the couch. There's a pen on the... No, next to my bed. Next to my bed. Wait, next to my diary, there's a pen. Um, so, bye, Nanny. We love you. Um, yeah. So... <clears throat> I don't know what I was talking about while you went away. Okay. okay. So. So. This doesn't have to just be for card readings, but journaling's really important. And one of the, I think one of the reasons that Wait, I'm why? Huh? Why? Why is journaling important? Because you must document everything. Yes. Document everything. To see the patterns. Well, you can sit. Meditation is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Sitting and thinking mm -hmm. is fantastic. Sit there. Look out into nature, let your thoughts run away. Mm -hmm. That's also fantastic. Yeah. But mm. it's not always very informative because thinking isn't a conversation. It's just a swirl of thoughts. And you don't think as laterally as you might think yeah. that you do. And so when <coughs> you have to shove thoughts through this tunnel of articulation, mm. then you have to order them. And in order to order your thoughts... You actually have to engage with them in a slightly different way, mm -hmm. which means that you are um, moving away from internal, like, swirly thought to dialogue and conversation. Yes. And that's where we actually think effectively. But it's also cool because it's just, it doesn't even have to be that, like, that massive. One of the reasons that sentence. I don't really... One of the reasons that I um, procrastinate and don't really journal is because I'm like, I've got this vision in my head that like journaling means 
that when I'm 50, I'll have these thick leather bound books that are Beautiful. just. It's, it's a perfect autobiography, just ready to go, you know? All in the right order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it really doesn't have to be. It can just be a word. Yeah, just be just one word, word, you know, just a word or whatever, or just a thought or just a feeling or whatever. And just scribble up that first page. I, I just put random shit on there. Yeah. I put love and self-love on there. Love. love. I put love, love, self and self-love. Love, self and self-love. All yeah, right. that's what I put on my first page. When you put the black one down on the pen, the red one writes. Oh, yeah, it's probably actually pink. Yeah, it is. What happened here? <laughs> what is this? It's from uni when I wanted to do colour-coded writings and I just put different inks in my pen. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But you're all upset right. now. Well, I'm actually glad that happened because I went to write all this other stuff and then I just wrote, I just wrote love. And as we discussed earlier, you don't really you need, need to like complicate it much more than that. Yeah. But anyway, right. it is just good to be in the practice of knowing where you came from. And if you don't document it in some way, then you'll, you're not going to know. You will forget some things. Yeah, that's right. You forget that you you might forget the mistakes that you made if you're not writing them down, mm-hmm. which doesn't mean focus on the negative things, but you're like, this is what I tried and it didn't work out for me. So maybe next time we'll try something else. And if you can flick back through that even a year later and you find that you're coming up against the same problem and the same habit around the same time, you can reflect back in your diary and go, huh, I, did, um, I didn't learn from this and maybe I should do that now. Mm. Um, with oh. my, my goals, my goals book. Yeah. Two years later, I had a look at it and I was I hit all the goals, but I yeah. didn't know because yeah. I hadn't looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so I'd made accomplishments. There are even like little notes in my phone that I find sometimes of like things yeah. that I planned out or whatever. And then a few years have gone by and I, and, uh, I did those things. Yeah. Oh, they're done. Oh, yeah. And then you feel accomplished. But because you never really have written down what you've done, you wouldn't know. Mm. All right. Where you were. Because if you don't know where you're trying to get. You don't know how close you got to it. So I don't know. Like. Well, who knows? Anyway, where I, uh, where I was. Where you were. You cracked open. And it's happening for you, not to you. So that's like banishing the whole victim mentality from your mind. Being like, this is my creation. This is what I'm doing. And I can't do anything other than this mm. sort of thing. Like, it's happening for me. It's not happening to me. I'm not the victim here. I have control and I can shape this to how I want it. Yep. Which I feel is accurate for you. Okay. So I've just written, not a victim. Yeah, well done. Yeah. All right. Where are you now? Where am I now? Where are you now that I need you? Nope. Is that how it goes? Nope. How does it go? Not like that. <laughs> okay. You got inverted. Yeah. So it's all about you, as Leto would say. Uh-huh. Answer the call. What is your soul calling you to do? <sighs> Answer the call. I guess... Well, that raises a different. Hello, Samara. That raises a different question for me because that mm, when you said, "What is your soul calling you to do?" My first thought that I had was like, "I don't know. I haven't been listening to it." Write that down. Yeah. Right away. Right. I don't know. I haven't been listening to it. Where I am right now. Mm-hmm. I because I got to write it in a way that's going to make sense to me. Yes. I haven't right now. I haven't been listening and it's true you haven't and uh meditation would help you with that yeah i've noticed that i um i have stopped listening to the world a little bit because and one of the things that makes me know that i'm not listening as well as i used to is i'm finding it harder to um speak to people yes yes yeah disengaged and if you're if you're 
mastering conversation is mastering listening, not speaking. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so when I, f- when, when I get in my head about like, how mm. well am I speaking? Or am I interesting? Do they want to hear this? Blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm not listening to them. I'm only listening to me. Yeah. 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 Mm. Meditation can help you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Have you done that one? Yep. All right. Next. It's external. Mm-hmm. Get grounded. Empaths. Highly sensitive. Connect with nature. Need to walk the dog more. <laughs> just walk the fucking dog. Mm-hmm. Could you just walk the dog? Well, I just sort of more see that as like, that's um, following on from where I am now. It was like, what's your soul calling you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I haven't been listening to it. And then the next one's like, get grounded. Listen. Yeah. Connect. Get grounded. I just wrote, connect. Look, look what they're doing Listen. on the card. Have you seen what they're doing? Get grounded. Empath- no, not what it says. Oh. They're meditating. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't been doing that. Not at all. Mm-mm. Naughty. Not that I've been doing it heaps, but, you know. So now I'm just going to put a little line under that. Well done. And now I've journaled. Ta-da! And so if I'm smart. you do that again I'm not tomorrow. always. Well, I'll either do it again tomorrow or I'll do it again tonight. Mm, I'll do it again. I'll do it again tonight and just see if there's a threat. Because ba- okay, so yeah, did you play a victim today? This yeah. Did yeah. you listen and did you connect? Well, some people, some people don't want to journal and stuff or whatever because they have the same misconception that I have sometimes. Is that like it just it's lots of writing? It doesn't have to be lots Mm-mm. of writing. In this scenario, I've more so just collected some data. Yes. And if you collect enough data. If you get enough of it, sometimes you can see threads and patterns through the mm-hmm. data, you know. So, like, uh, one of the things that I might be able to learn from this if I if I do this for some time is that I might be able to see... Because, again, these are, my, these are my personal interpretations of the cards that you've gotten. The cards sometimes are painting in broad strokes and being more specific. But even then, I'm still applying it to things that... Yeah. Are um, that are relevant to me, my life, my my ideas, my struggles, whatever you know. Um, so I'm collecting data, I guess, on how I engage with things that are um, provoking me to think about myself. That's right. You know. So there may be a pattern there. Mm-hmm. I won't see it here, but wouldn't have to do this very many more times to potentially find a pattern. That's right. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to use this journal, but if you would like one of these journals, you can find them at heydimu.com. It's got the prompts on the back even. Yeah. So, so you can, can remember. Can remember. Hey where you Dimu. were. Dot com. Where you are. Where you're going. Mm-hmm. And Adam uh, in a community has got his and he actually collects because it did take us ages to get these, but he collects um, notebooks and he takes them everywhere with him and everyone he meets, he gets to put a note in. Mm-hmm. And so he's really excited because he's going to be using our book with the prompts on the back because people always say to him, what should I put in? Mm-hmm. What should I write? Should and I, then Should I answer this call? Yeah, go on. All right. Oh, oh it's it gone. It was probably AGL <laughs> with an important mm-hmm. message for Sean Halton. So funny. Mm-hmm. All right, EJ. This card is a good one. So it's inverted for you. So it's all about you and your internal world, your soul, your nest, your higher power, purpose, all that jazz. Um, so this is Lemuria, creating heaven on earth. It's happening. I think you know that. This is a confirmation card for you. Confirming. Message me later if you'd like some more. 
Um, if you have just joined us and you don't know what's happening, we are doing live card readings. If you would like a card reading, please put a heart emoji in the chat right now and we will give you a reading. If you are listening to us and it is not live because you're on YouTube or Spotify or any of those places, we will not leave you out. We have a reading coming up after these ones just for you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Okay. All right. Nice. Good stuff, mate. Brandon, trust your path, man. Okay, if, if you knew you would be supported, what would you do? So, like, even without anyone's support, imagine that you had everyone's support. Pretend you do. What would you do with your life? Or today? Like, maybe there's something you want to do today that someone else doesn't want and they're not being very supportive. What would Do it anyway. Unless it's a, like, really shit thing to do, then don't do that. But if it's a good thing to do, do that. Mm. If you would be supported, what would you do? What if you think you're doing? What if what if you're uh, yeah. you're I- ignorant to the the idea that you have, and you think it's a really good one, but you're gonna do a really shit thing like put horns on and break into a Capitol building? This and, is true. Like they thought that was a great idea. I bet he had a tarot reading and told him to do that. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, you don't know. You do, yeah, that's right. And so everyone's moral compass is different. Mm. Like I would never do that because I don't want to be shot. Or trampled. Yep, but... Like, didn't they think about that? But you don't believe that you're fighting for something as important as they do. I know. I don't think I would ever fight that hard for anything. Like, I don't even... Like, I just don't know what circumstance I would ever march into a politically grounded building and with horns. I just don't think I could ever reach that level. It just hasn't happened yet. (laughs) Never say never. It just never hasn't happened yet. Never. It hasn't <clears throat> happened yet. Okay, I'm doing the reading for every. Oh, hold up. Oh, hello. This is for Brandon. Ken this one. has a card, please. I already did Brandon's. Did you? Yeah, I'm doing Samara's. Okay. Ken has card. Please. All right. <laughs> all right. Does has party. Ooh, Samara. All right. Today's all about play for you. What are you doing today? Are you going to go do something fun? Have more fun, celebrate, don't be so serious. Well, that's pretty self-explanatory if you ask me. But yeah, so don't don't be so serious today. Maybe today's a silly day. Maybe you're like, what am I gonna do today? It's Monday. Maybe I should like do some serious contemplating. Mm. It's not today, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Do that tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Maybe, right. maybe I should try and make a tower out of rice bubbles. Very difficult. Very difficult. But could be extremely rewarding. Difficult but rewarding. That's a form of meditation. Mm-hmm. What? My favorite theory is that, is that they're LARPers who have gotten out of control. What's a LARPer? Yeah, I don't know that term. Can you please enlighten me? What is the LARPer? What is a LARPer? Hmm. Sydney LARPer. Sydney LARPer, yeah. Cindy LARPer, sorry. Cindy. Mm. Sydney LARPer. Mm-hmm. Because horns just want to have fun. Sydney oh, horns just want to have fun. They just want to get arrested. To... Hmm. All right. For the YouTubers, for the Spotify's, for you, Deezers, for Bushes, you, all you guys, Apples, all of you listening that mm. aren't actually watching. Mm. All right. Where you were. <laughs> You've actually been training for this for lifetimes. Mm. Mm -hmm. What does that mean? What do you think it means? If you've been training for something for lifetimes, what does this mean? First thought was that the, uh, like, you know, Eckhart Tolle, Mm -hmm. all we have is now. Yep. 
where you are right now is the sum total of your entire experience of the yeah. world. You've trained for Literally this. everything you've done has trained you to be here, in right this now. moment. And how do you want to train yourself to be in the future moments? Hmm. Mm-hmm. But let's have a look. Mm-hmm. The answer to that is the present card. Do not dim your light to fit in. So, maybe you have been training for this for lifetimes, but what is this? What is it? What are you dimming to fit in? You don't know, do you? Anyway. Well, for me, I think it's like... Um, I went through a patch of this last week. I think people dim... Sometimes in, in this thread, I think sometimes people dim to fit in by um, not giving themselves permission to do um, something that everybody else isn't doing. Yes. Because, <laughs> again, of unfortunate examples of people Who that do it? do things... That no one gave them permission to do. Like the shaman. That everybody wishes they hadn't have done. Yeah. You know? And so when you go against the grain, that's what you feel like you might be a crazy, you know. That's what Capitol Hill guy was doing. He's like, I'm not dimming to fit in. I'm going to stand out. I've been training for this my whole Whole life. life. Just Mm -hmm. be aware of where you're training your life. Oh, live action role players is a LARP. (sighs) Yeah, I get that sense. (laughs) I get that sense. I get that sense. Okay, and so how do we not dim to fit in in the future? We share our voice. We express ourselves. We don't repress our emotions, but we express our emotions in somewhat regulatory ways in which enables us to speak loudly and be heard without persecution from others. Mm. Which is hard to do because if you're like going, I'm not dimming to fit in because I am great, it can be very difficult to balance yourself with your ego because your ego can sometimes inflate you or deflate you. Mm-hmm. And so if you're feeling deflated by your ego for trying to, to not dim like I was last week, I was feeling really funny about my whole tarot business thing that I've come up with and I'm feeling re- I was feeling really insecure because not everyone's doing it. Mm-hmm. And I felt funny about talking about it because I was like, this is like kind of an obscure thing and I felt uncomfortable expressing that. Mm-hmm. Um Blah, blah, blah. I'm Always like, about me. I'm like, I'm like, if you're, if you're pursuing something and absolutely everybody hates it and you, like, just like undisputedly not enjoyed by people mm-hmm. and everybody hates it, then maybe you've tried too hard to do something that wasn't. For you. A great idea. <laughs> yes. But if you're trying to do something that is like, you know, r- related to your own little purpose or whatever mm-hmm. and you don't dim to fit in, if no one hates you for it, you haven't tried hard enough. Yeah, you got to have some haters. If you, you can't genuine, you can't be a genuine person if somebody doesn't hate you. Yes. You know? That's true. Yeah. Yeah, because if, if everyone in the everyone you knew liked you, and if everyone you'd ever met liked you, that would mean you're not being authentically yourself, because that is not possible. Like I was watching this thing where they were talking about Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. And because Jimmy, Jimmy <laughs> yeah. Fallon has joke writers and stuff, right? Yeah. And from what I've heard, Jimmy Fallon's a, a really nice guy yeah. and hangs out with the crew and and whatever, and like you know is very inclusive of the people that he works with. He's a good guy to work with, and blah blah blah, and he's 
pretty open-minded, whatever. And some of these comedians that write jokes for his monologues and stuff, they'll write a joke. They will present the joke to the producers and sometimes to Fallon. And Fallon might like act like laugh out loud, think the joke yeah. is hilarious, but he's like, I can't say that one though. Yeah. And the reason he can't say that is because I can't tell a joke on a like a internationally a syndicated television show that may make people not like me. Yes. Yeah. 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 And that's kind of sad. It's probably why he drinks so much. Even though he thinks it's funny. Yeah. Even though he liked it. He sees it in a way that's like, I think it's funny. Some people will dislike that. That doesn't mean that we've intentionally said or done a horrible thing to people. Mm-hmm. It's just that one's too divisive, too iffy. Can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which then again means that you're... Not that it's like there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with trying to make something that is enjoyed by as many people as possible. No. But like cuz corporations try and do that all the time. Yeah, trying to please everyone. But it means that you are con- you're con- you're just you're giving people a little bit of escapism, but you're not contributing anything that it's, it's not really of any use. Hmm. You know. Not that everything has to be challenging, not that everything has to be result in debate, not that everything has, has to, to be, be divisive yeah. or whatever, but, you know, like the challenging, the, the, the challenging conversations move us forward. Yeah, they do. You know? And so when you're going out of your way to entertain the mass public and intentionally avoiding anything that's going to challenge them, then it's... It's hard what, to live what in that doing? existence. Yeah. Assumingly. Mm. Who knows, man? Mm-hmm. But it's 12 o'clock. It is 12 o'clock. Which means we have to go. We do. Got to kick our kids off screens. We do. And have some lunch. Yeah. I've got to connect. What are you doing today? Uh, well, I'm going to edit this episode and yep. then um, I'm going to connect and listen. That's where I'm going. Cool. Connecting and listening. Doesn't mean you're moving the lounge room around today. What? <laughs> do you want to do that? No. Oh, thank fuck. Ugh. I mean, I mean, that would mean I have to clean the carpets under the couch. Mm-hmm. No, not doing that. Like this show, for example, the more we do it, the more comfortable we become. The, the more it incites feelings inside of me that I'm like, I'm getting comfy. I'm showing people who I really am. I'm, I'm, I'm saying divisive things. I'm, I'm not trying. I'm not ever trying to make anybody feel shit or whatever. Like we literally riffed about the fact that like the, the biggest solution to everything is finding a way to love people that you hate. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it scares me because I'm like, I'm like, the more we do this, the more mm. I am serving myself up to be hated by people who just don't like Understand. the fact that I'm... Or misunderstand me or um, resent me for trying. I really hope that some people really hate us when they see us pop up on Facebook. Like, <laughs> oh, I know they do. <laughs> oh, God, stop. I know they do. Yeah. I'm related to one. <laughs> <laughs> just stop it. Yeah. Oh, you're reading oh, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. Thanks, mate. Well, that is it from us today, ladies and or gentlemen or something in between. That's also fine. Upset? No, we don't. We don't apologize. It's my show. I say what I want to do. I don't apologize. Until Biden tells me I can't, I'll uh, keep doing it. Yeah. Mm. Well, Biden can't say what we're doing here. No, he can't. He He ain't got no power. Well, he does. Scotty Morrison might. Mm. Nah, even he. He's probably like he's like the sick show. He's so just like fucking sick. Hey, Demu, just we should send this to Moroccan curries oh in his God. fancy kitchen. That's can we please doing. send our podcast to Scott Morrison? We can. <laughs> I mean, we can send it. 
no, he, doesn't mean he, he won't look watch at it. it. He might want seven hundred and fifty dollars for our dick pic. <laughs> wonder if ScoMo's ever sent a dick pic. Surely not. No. You have. I had a dream last night. About Scott Morrison's dick pics. Oh, maybe I'll have to tell this dream another time because it was interesting. But I'll tell you okay, I'll tell it to sure. you in a minute. All right. We have love you all. Thank you very much for hanging out with us. Please check us out at heydimmy.com. Please leave us a like. That really helps us out a lot. And mm-hmm. if you could share us around, make sure you're subscribed wherever it is that you're watching this. And if there is a way to let us know how you felt about the show, even if you fucking hated it, you can do that. Mm. That's Tell informative. Us, abuse us. Yeah. All you like. Yeah. Um, maybe we don't hear enough negative things about ourselves. Maybe. Mm. Maybe that's the problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, if you do that, that means we don't have to pay as much for advertising. <laughs> yeah. And look, more food on my table. Mm-hmm. More likes from you. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Bye. Adios.